Bombas brings you the best musicians, singers and lyricists of the Malaysian indie scene. We also look at some of the best creative minds that Malaysia has to offer. All this and more on the bus every Saturday from 3.15pm till 3.45pm on Music Saturday. Join us right here on Tracks FM. Roughly around 16 minutes past three. Good afternoon, Malaysia. Arthur with you on uh, Music Saturdays. And today's interview feature, as you've already known, if you check out our Facebook page right now at Tracks FM Official, T R A X F M O F I C I A L, we are with. Poon Chi Ho. He's in the studio right now. And if you want to check him out live, you can do so right now because he is also online with our very own KG also is in the studio as well. Hello, hello. Yeah. So good afternoon, guys. Thank you so much for being in the studio with me. Good afternoon, KG. Good afternoon, Otto. Good afternoon. Nice to be here. <laughs> yes, sir. So you are an actor as well as a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. So how is that like in a nutshell? In a nutshell, uh, I would say you're very, very free if, you, <laughs> if you're, you're not a progressive thinker not an entrepreneur thinker mm-hmm. like I try to make uh, both lives work one as one as an actor and the other one as a comedian mm-hmm. I guess uh, in some sense it's like uh, actor by day and comedian by night because most of the shows yeah. if not every show in Malaysia is uh, in uh, in terms of comedy happens at night so so during the day during the day actor. you're an actor yeah but it's not like a committed actor uh, per se what I do is I, I like to of course act uh, mm-hmm. that's my like my number one passion mm-hmm. but at the same time I like to help other actors like get the roles they want which is why I have a talent company uh, why I have also uh, a company that handles productions mm-hmm. and a company that handles the creative part of or stuff like the writing and things like that. So basically, it's it's about creating opportunity and at the same time, uh, creating some money lah to you know feed my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the entrepreneurial kind of uh, actor. So you're in the yeah. Life where you're not out of business. Yeah. You're gaining more business. Yeah. Acting. He's yeah. also a CEO. Yeah. He's yeah. the CEO of Love. I, I think if you form your own company, that's the first thing you want to give yourself, right? I'm, I'm the CEO. <laughs> Founder and CEO. <laughs> Founder whatever. Bring but, pride to the family. That's right. That's why I have this. Uh, I have these. I actually have two companies. One company is basically. Uh, Laugh Labs Entertainment, which uh, we like to pride ourselves as a comedy consultancy company. Like, meaning, for. if you want to do anything in terms of comedy, uh-huh. like for for like whether you're you're a client, whether you want to do it for TV, this and that, uh, we would be probably one of the first people you will come to because we'll tell you who you can work with, and mm-hmm. uh, at the same time, who uh, you probably shouldn't work with. <laughs> You know, but <laughs> that's in a nutshell, right? That's that's pretty much in a in in a nutshell. So let's go back from the very beginning when you started to you know have this epiphany. Okay, I think I'm going to be an actor. Mm-hmm. But you said it's your passion from the very beginning, yep. from the get go, right? Yeah. So what did you say to your parents? Um, I didn't tell them anything, but I, I, it's something that I told myself that because you know I have very strict parents, and most of the time I do a lot of acting at home. Mm-hmm. So why not do acting for other people instead of my parents instead? So that was, <laughs> that was the motivation I gave myself. I think. And, anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Carry and on. and actually, the first ever gig, believe it or not, it's actually with RTM. Oh. Wow. TV Pendidikan. Oh. So there was like like my my was sort of like a a, a, a how to say a launch pad or or, or a, a jumping board or whatsoever because they actually approached me. Um, because of the friends that I have, like, hey, do you have a friend to introduce in, into this? Mm-hmm. 
Then some of my friends uh, who are already like either interns uh, for for RTM uh, introduced me to this, and I started with um, TV Penikan, mm-hmm. fell in love with it, and after that I thought, hey, it's something nice to do, and I, and I continued doing it. Oh, and God. see how the tables have turned. But TV Penikan is more about you know education, uh, not more about comedy. So how did you relate between <laughs> those two? Okay, so uh, when I first started uh, on on TV, I have like two sides really. By by then, one side is I was with a bunch of friends who were very very in the comedy. I was basically uh, the one who's not the funny one. So what I what I had to do is, even though not funny, I had to tell myself that you know what, I have something they don't have. I have this thing called uh, hard working, <laughs> so I basically work harder than 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 pretty much all of them. Uh, whatever material they have, I help them like jot it down on a piece of paper. I help them develop them into like full fledged jokes and also. Mm-hmm. I I basically started off as someone sitting down collecting their jokes, uh, trying to improve them on paper, and after that helping uh, them to um, direct uh, and turn everything into a sketch. Mm-hmm. So. From the start, from the get-go, I kind of trained myself to think like, how is it like uh, to watch the show as an audience and how, if you reverse engineer it, how does that happen? And, and for me, it's always the right thing first because you, you need to have your ideas down on a piece of paper. I'm going technical, right? It's Saturday and nobody wants to think about work. <laughs> <laughs> so piece of paper first and then from there, you can basically, okay, this is the part can be funnier. This is the part where you have to cut the other actors that come in so on and so forth. So like I said, you know, I may not be the funniest, but I'm very technical and also the most hardworking. But then again, when you look at uh, jokes, right, it's very technical in a way as well. Exactly. There's three parts of it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It's there. There's the hook, line and sinker or something. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I think the easier the way to, yeah, I think the easier way to do it is basically you have a topic mm-hmm. or, or slash premise, mm-hmm. whatever you want. Top, you come up with a topic, then you come up with the, the, the premise and then you have the, the twist, Meaning you jumble up the the premise and the topic with an, another associating topic or premise. You get the twist, and from the twist, you have the punchline. Oh. So if you want to break down jokes in a very technical way, uh-huh. I have uh, this this definition that I I really uh, follow and use it as an experiment through all my jokes, whether it works or not. Is basically um, a joke is two generally accepted ideas. That has a contradiction. Huh. Ah, okay. All right, all right. So how did you develop this, uh, actually? It's not, it's basically through, um, I think, when we talk about comedians and where we get our craft from over here, we don't have like a comedy school or anything. All right, yes. We don't have. Mm -hmm. So YouTube uh, would be the best way to to learn. And you go on YouTube and you want to learn how to write jokes. There are tons of uh, videos about joke writing. So what I did was basically I watched a whole lot of it and basically summarized everything into that definition. And although it's it sounds very boring on paper, but it's something that you can use to test out your jokes. Mm-hmm. So like why why is people why why are people not not laughing? Okay, okay. You can test it out like okay maybe the the topic is not uh, general enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, or maybe the disagreement is not too strong between the, 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 the two topics. That's how you basically go back and check on whether your jokes work or not. So I'm very technical like that, and it's very boring. All right, so so, so it's, uh, say it sounds good on paper, right? Mm-hmm. Who do you work it on? Who do you work it on first before bringing it on to the crowd? Yeah, so you right now, we can say um, that we have two running uh, 
stand-up comedy clubs in Malaysia, mm-hmm. which is uh, Harif Skana's Joke Factory, and also Crack House Comedy Club at mm-hmm. uh, Taman Tun. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we test out these jokes. And one of the main problems that people don't understand with, with comedy is there's no audition, you know. You, you cannot... Audition there are no, like, four, like, superstar judges in front of you judging you on the jokes. You have to really test it out on general uh, people. So you get whatever you get, you know. We have yeah. an open mic. When there's an open mic, uh, what you do is you just turn up with your jokes and just test it out one by one to see whether it works or not. So that is basically your audition. Your audition is literally your performance. Mm-hmm. Putting yourself in the firing spot. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. With no laughs. Yeah, no laughs. In, what, if, because because uh, that's, that's the way it is. You have to take your jokes back and try to uh, uh, open it open mm-hmm. it up dissect it and see which are the parts that can be improved on and bring the same thing with, with slight changes mm-hmm. to a different crowd and do it all over again You're right. so it's it's really like like what uh, Jerry Seinfeld keeps saying is is a celebration of, of failure alright so just fail and fail and fail until we get it you know? so, but <laughs> you, you, you're, you're like super technical about your jokes right mm-hmm. so do stand up comedians actually make good audiences for you um, the answer is no. <laughs> why? The answer is no. Why, why, why? And uh, I've, I've been to like uh, doing shows in Australia and all where um, there are clubs where there are more stand-up comedians than audience themselves because they each want to try out their jokes and you become very judgy, you know. Oh. But most of the time you get the sense of uh, the feeling where uh, this person in his brain goes like, ayah. That could have been my joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that, sort of, that sort of a feeling. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, in a sense, the sense of a competition right there, mm-hmm. and which is why uh, we like it back here in, mm-hmm. in Malaysia, mm-hmm. where we try to limit the amount of uh, stand-up comics within the show and, and try to make sure there's like a 50-50 stand-up, 50% uh, stand-up comedians and 50% uh, general audience. audience. Uh, yeah. Sometimes there are more audience uh, which is which is always uh, works works for us uh, in, in favor of oh. our jokes lah. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's the good thing we we, we try to do here. Uh-huh. Outside, like I've uh, from the experience I got from Australia and, and what I heard, uh, people, some of our friends, Malaysians actually, who's touring around uh, America. That's completely different, man. You, you're talking about twenty over uh, comics within the club, and those are the audience, and, and those are the comics themselves. So it's just one after another. Tough crowd, huh? Eh? Yeah. And, and the, the thing about crowds like that is it's a completely useless experience because you, you won't be able to test out your jokes. Yeah. Because these are the same people who probably won't buy your tickets. And these are the people who are busy dissecting <laughs> your jokes as well. At the same exactly. time, yeah. yeah. But it's nice if, if it's like, because I, what I hear around here, we are very helpful to each other. So we we're not technically competing with each other. We we help by you know after after a comedian steps off stage and we probably one or two jokes that didn't work, straight away another comedian friend will like hey you know what this is what you should say yeah that's why we have our mama sessions after our uh, the shows you know which are which are always I, I think uh, very helpful in in that sense and we understand this why because um, last time uh, when when things were better if you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, <laughs> our foreign friends will come down. And they really like the the environment that we've built for comedy here. Mm-hmm. So we're so helpful because we have, we've got we've been told that uh, the the culture in UK and 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 America it's it's too competitive. Oh, mm-hmm. so we were, we are the welcoming ones. Yeah. So it's like open house at the comedy club every day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I, have, I have a story on this actually. So <laughs> we I think the, the bunch of us uh, the the stand up comics we 
were privileged enough to get a show on uh, another TV station. Mm-hmm. And it was a competition. And during this competition, there was a roast session. Ooh. A roast. We, gotta, okay. we get to roast each other. Yeah. So on TV, uh, the audiences watch it and, and go, like, oh my God. These guys are so brutal to each other. Uh-huh. But backstage, we are actually giving tips to each other. Hey, this is what you can say about my mother. You know, right? Things, things you don't see. <laughs> so actually, we are supplying yeah. our friends with mm-hmm. with uh, the the bullets that you know they can use to shoot <laughs> back at us. Leave it to your friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and but why is because again we have created this sort of culture that environment that is very nice for comedy that we want to put out good shows. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's the bottom line. I mean, I mean, like you guys focus more on the audience rather than yourselves. Um, we try to. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's about again fifty-fifty because we have to, in a sense, train the audience to appreciate jokes. Yeah. And how it's structured, and mm-hmm. so if we play uh, to the audience, uh, we pander to the audience, uh, which is not a very nice thing to say. Mm-hmm. Is we would use something easier, uh, easy that, to accept, you know, easy more to general, accept, very general, not very well structured, but mm-hmm. you know the usual names and and caricatures and characters would, would just basically come mm-hmm. in, in into your punchline, and mm-hmm. we call it low hanging fruits, which we always try to avoid. But sometimes you got to just get those low hanging fruits out of the way so that you can reach for, the, can, bigger, yeah, reach for the, the the better ones you know so mm-hmm. that is that is like a, a sort of like a ballet uh-huh. that we always try to like you know dance around okay can we I, I can't make this joke work let's let's come up with a with a really uh, bad punchline and see whether it works or not it works okay fine that means the structure is fine mm-hmm. but now we just need to improve yeah. the punchline so it's very technical I think we're in a very uh, you know precarious industry right now but then looking at this uh, you know comedy uh, structure here in Malaysia it, ha- it has evolved into something much more uh, of a family kind of thing right yep. as opposed to other other uh, countries or other where they get shot outside the comedy club yeah but back <laughs> They're like, wow. this is how you should shoot me. <laughs> yeah, this is how you shoot me. Here are the bullets. Take it. Take the gun. Yeah, but, but the idea is also keep everything in secret, you know? Like, oh. sometimes it's about uh, not telling people how it's actually done backstage, but mm-hmm. I've been telling too much already right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm okay. going to stop you right there. Are you going to be outed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. We're going to take a short break right now. Uh, if you've just tuned in, we're currently talking to Foon Chi Ho. He's, a, he's an actor and also stand-up comedian. And uh, just to say hello to those who are actually online right now, say hello to Liman Hui. T-Rex, Rani, Vatia, Leong, Chi, Kang, and also Dr. DK Ahmad Tajuddin. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, please remember to share, like, and also you know comment if you like. If you want to ask any questions, then we will definitely toward that question to our guest for today. In the meantime, we're back to anything. more music. Yes, anything. Anything. Yes, anything goes. Keep it clean. <laughs> you got it locked on the best radio station. Tracks FM. Be inspired, informed, and up to date. Tune in to Tracks Momentum interview feature of the day at 11:15 a.m. Join us as we speak to our panel of guests on various topics. Health on Tracks on Monday, Tuesday, Spectrum, Wednesday, What Matters. Face to face with our guests on Thursdays and on Friday. Tune in to W Talk. Tracks Momentum, Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., only on Tracks FM. On air, online, Tracks FM. 
Thank you very much for staying tuned with us. It's uh, 33 minutes past three. Also in the studio with our special guest today and also I'm accompanied by KG. He's up, up, up. Yes, oh. our special guest today is Mr. Poon Chi Ho. He is an That's actor right. and also stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're talking about the industry of comedy as well as in acting business. And he's doing very well. And if you don't know him, you should actually know him right now. You should go watch his shows. Exactly. So yeah. ask the first question, KG. Oh, I'm going to f- give you the opportunity now. The opportunity. Well, my question is, of course... Uh, what makes a bad audience, man? Bad audience. Yeah, and what makes a good one? Well, a lot of people will tell you that there's no such thing as a bad audience. Really? Uh, only uh, a bad comedian. <laughs> but in Malaysia, there I would say... Um, um, I would say maybe... There it's a hard is, crowd. Um, uh, difficult crowd. Uh, difficult crowd, uh, like tough crowd, this and that. Um, why? It's because uh, we don't actually only have comedy shows here. So... Um, now, if you're paying for the tickets and you and you don't laugh, uh, I would say that's the comedian's fault. But mm-hmm. in in other situations, uh, like especially here in Malaysia, and why? Let me tell you why comedy is very lucrative here. It's because we are pretty much the only country who accepts uh, who accept uh, stand-up comedians as a form of performance for corporate uh, events. Huh. You go to Singapore, very little. You go to America, much worse. Oh. You go to Australia, UK. You don't find such things over here. Now uh, we can we can really tell whether a, a comedian is a good comedian or, or a bad comedian because the, the corporate car is actually very very tough. Why? Let me tell you this: because during a corporate events, uh, if you've ever been to any, you know, it's usually like an annual event, you know, an yeah. annual dinner or something like that, where the food is so great. Uh-huh. That, you know, you, you tell yourself uh, and you motivate yourself, you know what, at the end of the year, my boss will blunder and then we'll all eat very huge tiger prawns. Okay. And suddenly while you're eating tiger prawns, you're forced to listen to a, to a, to a comedian. Uh, you're not going to laugh. You know? <laughs> Your focus is on trying to peel a tiger prawn, nicely, get every know? meat. Make sure you get the ending part of the of the tiger prawn uh, to ensure it's not still stuck <laughs> at the tail, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all those things. And you suddenly have to like kind of react to this guy. Very difficult. So I would say those crowds are very tough. I won't say they're bad crowds, but I think if you if you teleport this crowd, this crowd straight to a comedy uh, show, the scenario will be different. Mm. So you, you, I mean, you're talking about a lot of things. You you need to have a good comedian. You need to have a good crowd, and also a good, good situation and environment to enjoy comedy. Mm-hmm. So that is where like my uh, comedy consultancy company comes in because we have to advise people that you know what the situations you've created might be difficult for number one people to enjoy comedy number two difficult for jokes to work and number three difficult for the performers to even perform yeah you know the situations has has, 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 has got it's got to be right so i mean if you look at what i've done is like we have somehow programmed the shows for corporate corporations uh, down to the t where uh, we will tell them, you know what? If you are, if there's food served and you're eating with your hands like prawns, don't put a comedian there. Okay, you put the comedian where the crowd is enjoying easy things like fried rice because oh. it's basically scooped into your mouth. Right? Or like finger food, <laughs> you know, yeah. like all, the, all the easy to consume stuff, right? So that's the way it usually work. In fact, in my contract, when I perform for uh, uh, corporations, uh, there there is basically a clause that says that if food is served, I may choose to leave the stage earlier because really. If you are putting a comedian 
Uh, that is a barricade. against food in Malaysia. Yeah, no food chance. always wins. No chance. <laughs> no chance. No point writing good material. Food wins. For, for me, right? Uh, the follow-up to that answer is, uh, for me, if I was a comedian up there and I know the situation, oh, they're going to eat this, right? They're going to eat crab or they're going to eat whatever seafood. I'm going to make them laugh so hard that they'll be like... <laughs> snorting. Snorting and... <laughs> like that. Try imagine the HOD like pukes on the CEO's face or something, man. That would yeah, be weird. We always try to do that, but usually, <laughs> Uh, crab and 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 prawns Comedy. always win, you know. <laughs> they are the ones like. Yeah. It's funny because like we we in, in Cantonese, uh, do you know how to how to say prawn in Cantonese? No. Ha ha. And they multiply the ha 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 ha. So it's like they rather have the ha 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 rather than laughing at us. <laughs> but it's good, right? Uh, because comedians are uh, in some ways technical people, right? Once you know the environment, so maybe your uh, jokes could uh, be constructed around that kind of environment. Yep. It's possible. If there is there any yep. comedians actually. Uh, get laughs from uh, audience who are actually eating. Is is there any in history in Malaysia so far um, that you've known? Uh, I would say uh, some really really good ones, mm. and I don't want to mention names okay. here. And I'm I'm telling you, really really good ones mm. have tried to, mm-hmm. but they have since navigated away from trying to. Ah. <laughs> right, because I actually got the clause from from the comedians I mentioned. Okay. <laughs> wow. They, they were del- even deliberately trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Me, as, as someone who is not, uh, I would say, one of the great ones, mm-hmm. uh, um, I just have to follow. Mm. <laughs> right? oh, it's you, much easier to avoid it. You, oh, yeah. you would try. Uh, you, would, you would try, yeah. I, but I, mean, I've, I can say that I've never walked away from, uh, uh, walked off stage earlier before. I just try to finish it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the really, thing is, corporate gigs mm-hmm. pay a lot. So trying to, you know, yeah. oh my God, uh, yeah. how do I get my stuff across and still yeah. get paid well? I oh. guess, I guess it's, it's very rare, uh, rare occasions the, 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 the bosses will come to you and say like, hey, why you do this? You know, like you shouldn't finish, you, you, you did not good. But most of the time, when you try and try and try and uh, the, your bosses will come to you and basically say, hey, sorry, uh, the, the crowd is really into their food. Uh, we're so sorry, but we'd like mm-hmm. to have you back again, which, which is what we, we, we try to go for mm-hmm. each time. But of course, if it's a good show, it's a, it's going to be a very, very good show, as, as you all can imagine, you know? Uh, which, just like you said, it, uh, this is a fairly new crowd, and it's a good opportunity for those who are actually starting off and uh, wants to get shot at. And they're also focused, and focused on food. Mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity. It's uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what, How do you say it? It's a goldmine for those because it's still new, right? Mm-hmm. It's still new, this kind of... Uh, would, yeah, we would say it's, it's still very, very new. And, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, I think it's simply because here in Malaysia with this special thing where the comedy audiences are divided in a sense. We have the Malay-speaking uh, audiences mm-hmm. and also the, the English-speaking comedians. Not... not I'm not saying that they speak English and one speaks uh, Basa Malaysia, but the form of comedy they enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, From which language? Yeah. So so some are basically used to watching uh, stand-up comedy, uh, sorry, comedy performed mm-hmm. in uh, Basa Malaysia and some are just used to watching... Um, in English. In, in English. Uh-huh. And the English ones are basically, uh, I would say, uh, different kind of tough because they're exposed mm-hmm. to other stand-up comedians outside the country. I'm talking and also about, you know, other, yeah, other yeah. streaming stations, YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, and over over the uh, the, the Malay-speaking uh, comedy side, mm-hmm. 
they're only just uh, listening being to Malaysian used to stand up comedy mm-hmm. because previously it's all sketches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, wow, so that, I, I, that's that, uh-huh. that, that's actually a very good viewpoint right oh, there. Definitely. So uh, I have a follow up question for that. But uh, if you are currently listening right now, uh, you can also follow us on our Facebook page live right now at Tracks FM Official. If you have any questions, you'd like to say hi, give a love or a thumbs up, please do so because uh, this interview will finish very vanish very fast, uh, just a bit. But I'm going to try and get our guests to stay a bit longer because this is a very interesting topic and fairly new industry which uh, some people who have that funny bone in them could make a lot of money out of it alright but in the meantime yeah. we've got more music lined up right here on Tracks stay tuned you got it locked on the best radio station Tracks FM And good afternoon, Malaysia. 44 minutes past three. Still on today's topic with our special guest, Foon Chi Ho. He's an actor and also a stand-up comedian. Thank you so much for being in the studio. And also, KG is with me as well. Hey, hey, hey. You guys Always a pleasure, guys. Yes. And uh, if you want to check us out, check us out on our FB page right now at Tracks FM Official. We're currently live. So my follow-up question, uh, based on the previous question we asked, you know, since you know that um, you are going to this corporate um, gig. gig event, right? And you know what they're going to eat. You know the percentage of the, the guests, probably Malay, probably Chinese, probably Indian. So when you structure your, your, your comedy gig, right? How do you, you know... How does that play into it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, usually uh, we would try to look for uh, certain corporations or uh, which, uh, how to say, they have experience uh, watching stand-up uh, comedy, comedy before, before by basically <laughs> asking them, like, oh, uh, might this be your first time hiring a stand-up comedian or w- were there other stand-up comedians and, and we, from there we can kind of gauge that, okay what what, this, what, what what kind of stuff they're into mm-hmm. but also uh, what my company does is we will actually go to the extent of asking what's the demographic you know do we have any foreign guests mm. um, and uh, why is because we are the ones hiring the stand-up community. It doesn't have to be me. It could be my 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 other friends who are basically um, uh, either have a joke. Like let's say, let's say the audience, the clients from the IT industry. Now we have comedians who are basically uh, have jokes about computers and things like that, and they would be more suitable for for, for, them. for the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as compared to comedians who are like into abusive parents, let's say I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So, so uh, we have things like that. We'll look into it, and then we will, in a sense, design a show uh, and recommend the event company how it, it should it should go on and, and mm-hmm. who they should pick. But uh, sometimes uh, we can only put in that advice. Mm-hmm. We cannot guarantee most of the time. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, most of the time we are right. Oh, but by that time, by that time, it's already too late. The guy is already there struggling. <laughs> you know, like, but like, like okay. So how, how do you advise those first timers? Do you uh, joining this uh, your like your a corporate company? gig yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. How? What is your advice? Yeah. So, so what we advise? Uh, uh, actually, I'm still advising a lot of my senior friends. You know what? What they should do because uh, we have so many different sort of clients, and they 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 need like uh, sort of like, okay, what's your experience working with 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 this company? Let's say. So they'll they'll still come to us. And uh, we would say, uh, I would say that we, we give the advice for free unless 
we we get to manage you as as the talent mm-hmm. you know and uh, from there from from there we can tell you the do's and don'ts or or we convince you to not even take that gig and pass it to someone else whom we think we can do a much better job and and sometimes it happens that way like a lot of times i've given jobs to to my friends mm-hmm. uh i think uh, they do a better job like uh one of, uh, a good friend of mine uh, dr jason leong mm-hmm. is very uh, popular very famous um he was asked i was asked to do like uh, a conference a medical conference well, obviously He's a, he's a doctor, right? He, yeah. he should take it, so take it. You know, I'm not going to do better than him. And yeah. in a sense, people are more comfortable listening to him because someone like Dr. Jason has the authority to speak on these sort of conferences. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So these are the things that we would we would advise our friends and just provide for free, unless of course they are uh, they we, we we manage them for for a specific event. Uh, I mean, if someone heckles uh, Dr. Jason Leong during a medical conference of sorts, he can shut them down. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be weird for doctors to heckle anyone. <laughs> yeah. You should you should take Panadol. Yeah. <laughs> Things we're, like that. We're talking to Poon Chi Ho. He's an actor and also stand-up comedian. Now, if anybody would want to keep in touch with you, how would they do so? Uh, well, you can head on to uh, my various social media pages. Uh, Instagram is at Punchiho, Facebook as well at Punchiho.comedian. And uh, my Twitter, which uh, basically I'm very uh, active on because, you know, there's nothing to do when you are <laughs> in, the, in, in, the, in the toilet, right? <laughs> so that's a, at Chiho Ho Ho. And uh, what we're trying to do is right now we're trying to bring more shows mm-hmm. okay, to, to Malaysians, especially in East Malaysia so uh, market. we've got yeah in a sense untapped market and and also a very very good market because every time me and my friends that we go to East Malaysia we have a good time they have a good time mm-hmm. and it's something about uh, again you know maybe maybe uh, I'm not putting some people in Sumatra Malaysia in mm. its place but in their places but People in East Malaysia are somehow more open and relaxed, and, and relaxed, and yeah. the so we we keep saying after coming back from East Malaysia why we enjoy is because they 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 laugh the loudest. No, oh, really, could be because of the trees. There's more oxygen there. Yeah, and also another thing I've noticed, right? Uh, my friends from Sabah and Sarawak, they are less reserved. They're very, very much less reserved mm-hmm. compared to some of my friends here. They they love they they laugh, they yeah. love and they live louder than all of us. So to all our listeners in Sabah Shower right now, big shout out to you guys for making our lives happier. Exactly. Yeah. Thank, and thank our you. demographic we is yeah, we target yeah. Sabah and Shrawa quite a lot, don't we? Yeah. yeah. We do. So so yeah, we we're happy, always happy to go back there, but 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 obviously, if you compare it to KL, mm-hmm. it's much more of a of a scene here. But not in Sabah Sarawak. But the only way is is to really going back there. We we bring the tents up there yeah. to to uh, perform. Really. It's easier to bring a person compared to one thousand four hundred audiences. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly right. But <laughs> well, if you want, they can. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not denying it. You know. Yeah. yeah. All right. So thank you so much uh, to our guest today, Punji uh for being in the studio. Uh, it's very enlightening, and it's un- an untapped market as well. Mm-hmm. So if you have the time. If you feel that this is your calling, mm-hmm. get in touch with him and uh, he will sort you out. Yes, no he'll sort you out. He'll, he'll get, get you laughing. I think we, we should try out as well. Yeah, yeah you should. Specific, specific Wait, yeah. comedy that I can do, like, comedy that you can Bodo, do. Well, you should. You should. Other radio uh, announcers have done it before. Ha <laughs> that's oh, the challenge. Okay. <laughs> that's oh. right. Right. Oh no, right. we have been called out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the thing, right? I believe that everybody has got their own brand of comedy and all that. But uh, I, I would definitely love to try out an open mic. Three awesome. minutes, right? Our awesome. talk sets are shorter, lah. Yeah, exactly.
Exactly. Hey, I talk sense a longer. I can learn this one. No problem. We go do. That's the spirit. Okay, so thank you. And they never show up. Thank you. Majula comedy untuk negara. You got it locked on the best radio station. Tracks FM.